Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Yesterday in the House State Committee, we spent about 15 minutes discussing why we should recognize 2023 as the Taylor Swift era in Pennsylvania. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Now to the latest significant development in the 2024 presidential race. Donald Trump has been barred from the ballot in the state of Maine for his actions surrounding January 6th. Uh, That it is unprecedented. No secretary of state has ever deprived a presidential candidate of ballot access based on Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. You have to listen to her talk like this, you know, where everything has a question mark at the end of it, with an upward inflection at the end of every sentence. She based her ruling on a lot of documents, but also YouTube clips, news reports, things that would never pass the bar. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome back to the Howie Carr Show, 844-500-4242. In the next few moments, we'll be joined by State Representative Mike Sobolewski of Maine, who is uh, just one of many uh, who are upset in Maine and around the country with Secretary of State Shenna Bellows' decision to uh, disenfranchise the voters of Maine and to affect the outcome of the uh, election for president of the United States in the primary, which is coming up very soon. She has decided herself that Donald Trump is not fit to be president. He's not fit to be on the ballot. And therefore, you will not be able to vote for him if she has her way. Of course, this is all going to be uh, taken up to the Supreme Court. I believe Maine's a Supreme Court would be able to take this up as well and and uh, uh, tell her that she does not have the power to do this, given the constraints of the Constitution, given the constraints of the 14th Amendment, Section 3, and, and the definitions that are required. I mean, th- a lot of legal scholars right now are, are talking about what does insurrection mean? Do you, do you have to be convicted of uh, insurrection or, you know, citing an, inciting an insurrection or taking part in some sort of rebellion in order for this clause to come into effect. Whereas with every other every other law, every other precedent in the United States that we have, yeah, if you are going to be prevented from doing something legally, you have to be convicted of doing something that would be the pretext to ban you from doing that thing. Uh, th- listen, I'm not a lawyer. Don't play one on the TV or on radio, but that's, that's my basic understanding of the... Uh, the common code that is here in the United States of America, 844-500-4242. Representative John Andrews, a state rep in Maine, he has said that he is going to call for the impeachment of the state of the state secretary, secretary of state, excuse me, Shanna Bellows. Uh, here he is. I believe this is on Fox News, and uh, he explains why he believes Shanna Bellows decided to do this even though she says it wasn't her decision. Cut seven. She opened the door to election chaos. I really don't think that we can have somebody as partisan as Shinabello is being in charge of our elections going forward. I think even extremely progressive Democrat 
uh, Jared Golden said that she's in the wrong, that he doesn't like Trump and he should be on the ballot. Hmm. And I, I applaud him for saying that because he's correct. It's the right, it's the right move. And Shenna is trying to jockey herself for the 2026 hmm. governor Democratic primary. I'm sure this will be made into a fundraising email in the years to come. I could, I'd put money on that. <laughs> I was up till about one last night answering every phone call I got, and the voters of Maine have had enough. I think for the first time in a long time, we have a real shot at a Republican majority in this state. And I would urge everybody out there, even an independent to lean conservative, get out there, vote Republican. You know, I like Ramaswamy and all the things he's been saying, but I think everybody in Maine now is all aboard the Trump train. Let's hmm. go. Joining us now is State Representative Mike Sobolewski, who is uh, advocating for Representative John Andrews' motion to impeach the Secretary of, Secretary of State, Shanna, uh, Shanna Bellows. Uh, State Rep. Sobolewski, thanks for joining us. Do you agree with uh, Representative Andrews' assessment there that this is basically a stunt, or do you think that uh, Shenna is sincere in, in her actions? Well, thank you for having me uh, on, Taylor. I appreciate that. Uh, I do believe that uh, this is a stunt. This is a political stunt, just to gain party line points. I'm all on board with uh, Representative John Andrews. Um, we know each other well down at the State House. He's a mentor of mine, and I fully support what he's doing. I mean, how do you how do you score points with Democrats when their whole cry is to say that we want to save democracy, but this is clearly not how democracy is supposed to work? It's not. This is an assault on the rights uh, on the voting rights of nearly a half a million Mainers who um, uh, have the right to vote vote for whoever they want to vote for, both Republican and unenrolled um, independents. So it's it's too bad that it's come down to this. I was extremely disappointed with that decision last night. My phone, too, has been blowing up ever since, and um, we need to take action and jump appropriate steps. Now, does she have a legitimate standing here, in your estimation, to do what she did, to, to say that she is not going to have Rep- uh, President Donald Trump appear on the state ballot in Maine? I was the only elected official who testified during the nearly eight-hour hearing in support of tre- uh, President Trump. The argument came down to uh, the 14th Amendment, Section 3. That's what they kept going back to over and over again. And Trump attorney Gessler, Scott Gessler, pointed out many times to the secretary that she did not have the authority to overstep her bounds on um, Amendment 14, Section 3. It says, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion. That's what it is. She made herself judge, jury, and executioner in this point, and it's wrong. She's not a lawyer. She's never been a lawyer. Um, do you know of any any lawyer she's consulted on um, coming to this decision? How, do you know how she arrived at the decision that Donald Trump did engage in an insurrection or a rebellion against the uh, government of the United States of America? Her decision was 30-some-odd pages long. I got it last night. I haven't read through it. Uh, during the hearing, it was the uh, challenges there with their attorneys, the Trump attorneys. Uh, the, the Secretary of State was there with the Assistant Attorney General, and they were conversing back and forth um, about everything that was done. It was unprecedented. I don't believe that she actually knew what to do. So um, I was really, again, really, really surprised she went down this road. You surprised people like Jared Golden and uh, Angus King, uh, very, very stalwart liberals uh, from the state of Maine, are also against this decision by Shenna um, Bellows? 
not surprised by Golden at all. That's pretty much par for the course for him. When he's here in Maine and it's election time or fundraising time, he's right down the middle of the road. Or when his vote on an issue doesn't matter down in D.C., he'll step away from the path. But other than that, he's lockstep with the Biden agenda. It's the Golden Biden agenda. So I wasn't surprised to see. Uh, I was. I wasn't surprised to see him do that. Um, Senator King, I didn't read his statement. Uh, His statement, I'll I'll read it to you, although I respect the Secretary of State's careful process, which she was specifically required to undertake under Maine law, absent a final judicial determination of a violation of the 14th Amendment's disqualification clause, I believe the decision as to whether or not Mr. Trump should should again be considered for the presidency should rest with the people as expressed in free and fair elections. This is the ultimate check within our constitutional system. Um, I agree with that. I, I agree with that. Uh, uh, the Secretary of State did not have authority or jurisdiction in this. And I also want to say that we need to elect President Trump. We need to give him a Republican Congress. And we need to appoint ethical U.S. attorneys so we can have restore law and order in our country. Um, I think that this is going to get overturned. I believe it's going to go to the um, uh, main Supreme Court. I know the U.S. Supreme Court is uh, going to be hearing this as well. I think once it gets that far, and they make their determination, it should take care of this um, nationwide and put an end to it. But in the meantime, Taylor, we know what they're up to. We know this is their angle right now, and this is the way they're going. So it's the devil you know. You get my point. Absolutely. Um, so what what is being done right now? Representative John Andrews is calling for um, Shanna Bellows' impeachment, and you've uh, you've stated your support for that. How many, how, it's got to be, what, a two-thirds majority to uh, get an impeachment? Um, it, is, it is a two-thirds majority. I believe it is a two-thirds majority. And also on top of it, I'm putting together and have launched today a petition to impeach Bellows. So uh, we're going to get as much public support as we can behind it. I believe that's what happened in Michigan, that there was a lot of public outcry. There's a lot in Colorado as well. Uh, and also, Shana Bellows, she gave herself an out on this. She put this on pause and on hold until there is a ruling from the courts. So uh, she gave herself an out on it. Yeah. So as of right now, President Trump, uh, unless there's a decision from a higher court uh, stating otherwise, will appear on the, the main ballot for the primary. But, I mean, it's it's just the principle and the egregiousness of the act that is—do you think she has too much power? Not Not just her, but is that seat given too much power? Here in the state of Maine— our uh, Secretary of State, Attorney General, Auditor, and Treasurer are, uh, are, uh, are appointed by whoever's in control of the House. Right now, the Democrats in control of the House, they're their appointee. This is going on nationwide, uh, down in uh, D.C., with our agencies, bureaus, and departments down there. We've got Mallorca, Gray, uh, uh, excuse me, Ray, Garland. Uh, they're just messing around in the gray areas within our law and having their way with our society. The same thing is happening here in the state of Maine. Our attorney general's um, absent in most issues when it comes to fentanyl, when it comes to the illegal Chinese marijuana operations. There's a lot where we don't do enough to put forth our laws and have prosecutorial judgments done. So um, she's not an elected official. She's an appointed official, and she's way overstepped her bounds on this with uh, uh, 14th Amendment, Section 3. I'm sure you've seen the, the video, Representative Sobolewski from Maine, of uh, 
of Shenna Bellows on a, a Zoom call with other secretaries of state from across the country in 2021 and stating that she's been speaking with uh, special interest groups like the ACLU and the Southern uh, Poverty Law Center about doing something just like what she has done. Is there going to be some sort of an investigation as to who has the ear of the uh, secretary of state and who's, who's able to influence her uh, policy making process? I haven't heard of any in, any in, investigation that's been initiated yet, but I do know that back in February of 21, she put out a text already claiming that uh, President Trump was an insurrectionist. So I think that's part of the reason why the Trump team has asked her to recuse herself from this or had asked her to prior to this decision, uh, that she had already come out made that statement. I do know that a few months back, um, the secretary and the AG were looking at the state laws to find out if there was anything in there that would allow for uh, the president to be kept off in the ballot. And I think that just kind of goaded these guys into doing it. These are three uh, former politicians who are desperate to be relevant in politics again. And this is nothing more than a political stunt by them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the main wire has been uh, putting out a lot of stuff today. And, and you just mentioned that they also leaked some direct messages uh, between Shanna Bellows and an under, unidentified individual where Shanna Bellows made her view very clear that she believes that what happened on January 6th was an insurrection and that Donald Trump was complicit in that. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, uh, State Representative Mike Sobolewski, before we go? Um, just that, you know, to, to obstruct Mr. Trump's access to our presidential ballot is to blatantly disenfranchise the voters who signed the petitions uh, and to disenfranchise all the manners who choose to vote for Donald Trump or to for, for someone else. And uh, we have a fair and simple process. You meet those requirements and you're on the ballot. You fail to meet those requirements. You're not. Main, uh, main citizenship, I mean, citizenship, age, 2,000 signatures. That's basically it. There's a lot more information on my website, MikeSobolewski.com. Go there, join the fight, and uh, let's uh, help get this taken care of. One last question. How do you think Democrat constituents of yours, uh, Representative Sobolewski, should react to this this news, to this uh, complete breach of power uh, and, and legal standing here? I think the Democrats should, um, should take a stand. What if the shoe's on the other foot? Can we just go down now and file a uh, challenge to having Joe Biden on the ticket and line up and have this process go through again? Can we then line up and do it with our Speaker of the House, Democrat, with our Democrat senators here in our state? You, you're not fit to be on it because we don't think you should be. Uh, she overstepped her bounds here, and this is a bad precedence. I believe that the independent voters are, uh, are getting fed up with what's happening with our state, just like our Republicans are. And I believe that the Democrats should take a serious, strong look in the mirror and look at the direction they're trying to take our state. One more last question. Um, has, do, you, do we know if she's uh, considered to, uh, taking Joe Biden off the ballot? He, he's not uh, been indicted or charged or convicted of, of treason yet, but certainly he's suspected of it. Oh, well, neither was President Trump. And I have no idea if she's actually received any papers of that nature at all. I'm just saying that's a bad precedence to set because we could line up and do it right behind this one. Any plans and to do so? Uh, no, I don't. I'm going to continue on with my petition to get as many signatures to gather as much public support as I can behind the impeachment process that John Andrews is putting forward. I think it's the right thing to do and shines a very bright light on a very dark situation. Thank you very much for your time. State Representative Mike Sobolewski will be back in just a few moments. 
Listen, we love all the Eden Pure heaters, and the staff at Newsmax do too. They steal Howie's Eden Pure heaters because it gets chilly. They blast the AC in those offices down in Florida. But now they can all get their own, and at a great discount, Eden Pure is extending their offer of $50 off the Gen 40 heater for another week. You can pick up this stylish heater with one hand. It looks nice on your desk and table, maybe even a bookshelf, or just in the corner. You can keep your thermostat at a reasonable level when you have the Gen 40 heater in the room. During the Biden era, we all need to save money wherever we can, and the Gen 40 heater will do just that for you. The Gen 40 heater features dual hybrid technology, which will reduce your heating bills. It combines infrared heat and convective heat to warm a room. Other heaters only use one form of heat and aren't nearly as effective as the Gen 40 heater. The Gen 40 fan setting will distribute the heat throughout your room quickly. This heater has no blades and is completely safe around kids and pets. Save $50 this week only with code HOWIE50. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use code HOWIE50 for the Gen 40 heater. This savings is off the already low sale price. EdenPureDeals.com, code HOWIE50. Shipping is free. We'll take your calls on the other side, 844-500-4242. I'm Taylor Cormier, and this is the Howie Car Show. The Howie Car Show returns after this. Howie Car is back. Today's poll question brought to you by MyPillow. Howie loves MyPillow's products. He sleeps with their pillows, wears their slippers, dries off with their towels, and now you can enjoy all of their products with great discounts by using the code Howie at MyPillow.com. From pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza Dream Sheets, go to MyPillow.com and use code Howie for amazing discounts. Jared, what's today's poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is how would you describe these efforts to remove Trump from primary ballots? An effort to save democracy or an effort to destroy democracy? An effort to destroy. 98%. Yeah. Yeah, we we got to get more in the affirmative. An effort to destroy. Keep voting. Let's get that back up to a statistical one hundred percent. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Kevin, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> We've done it again. We've blown up the phone lines once more. Stay on the line, guys. We'll get this resolved, and we will uh, we'll take your calls on the other side. We've got uh, plenty of other stuff that we can do. We've got more sound. I know you, you don't want to talk. You don't want to hear from Shenna Bellows. Are you on the air, Kevin? Kevin, you're on. Go ahead. Yes, uh, good evening. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, this deal with Shanna Bellows down there in Augusta there and the stunt that she's pulling, this really, really doesn't surprise me from the Democrats. I want to remind people uh, that here in the state of Maine, uh, back in 1993, when uh, Representative John Martin from Eagle Lake was Democrat Speaker of the House, he had two of his staff members, uh, Kenneth P. Allen and Michael J. Flood, stuffed ballot boxes over there at the Cross Building over there. And they got caught, and Mike Flood and Kenneth Allen, I believe they both spent about six months in jail 
or stuff in the ballot boxes that Democrats have put under a lot of pressure. To, Is that all? To well, it doesn't, doesn't sound like a, a lot of uh, punishment for, for something so heinous. Uh, but uh, I, that's it's, it's in their DNA, I guess, Kevin. Thanks very much for the call. And uh, we'll, we'll get to all of the other calls after the break. 844-500-4242. Stay on the line. We'll be right back. I'm Taylor Cormier, and this is The Howie Carr Show. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Oh, it looks like uh, Joe Biden has come out and made some remarks about the efforts by states like Colorado and Maine to interfere and, and steal the elections by declaring Donald Trump ineligible for the candidacy for his party's nomination. Can we have Joe Biden's remarks on these, please, Jared? Cut one. MAGA Republicans do not oh. respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. And they're working right now, as I speak, in state after state, to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards. Uh, I'm sorry, I misread that. He was talking about mega, mega extreme Republicans. Oh, boy. Yeah, sorry about that one. That was back in September of last year, the, the dark Brandon speech at uh, That's the context. Independence Park in Philadelphia. Um, it's, it's so funny that you can make a speech like that and say, say that people's votes are being suppressed and people are trying to steal elections when you won. Uh, and you're the one that's been trying to steal elections, and, and your party is still trying to steal elections. It's, I always say, it's it, it'd be laughable if it weren't so sad and it weren't so true. 844-500-4242. Representative Jess Edwards of New Hampshire joins us now. Representative Edwards, thanks for calling in. Well, thank you for taking my call. Hey, I just wanted to uh, say that the Democrats, National Democrats, have been trying to rig this election uh, for example, in New Hampshire, they are denying the Democrats a proper primary in order because they are afraid we're too white to vote for Biden. That's basically their position. But I want to give credit to uh, Secretary of State David Scanlon. When they came to him four months ago trying to do this fraud that happened in Maine yesterday, uh, he just looked at it for two weeks and calmly said, that there's no due process to do that, that would be inappropriate, and he declined to uh, follow their uh, request. Who approached so him? I, Who approached just, him to make that that call uh, and and to take he, that up? There, there, were, there are progressives in New Hampshire uh, that that made that attempt, and and I would I would say that after he made his decision, uh, a, a lot of the. Normal Democrats uh, accepted it as a reasonable position, but we have a progressive problem in New Hampshire as well. And I just want to let the people in Maine know that we're still fighting for freedom and liberty in New Hampshire. They're welcome to come here and have a Secretary of State that's an American. 
Representative Edwards, I'd just like to ask you one question. What was the Civil War about? <laughs> ask me a hard one. No, it's slavery. <laughs> slavery. Slavery. <laughs> uh, it's That was uh, quite an embarrassing moment. Another one to take place uh, for a Republican candidate in the state of New Hampshire uh, just the other day. And uh, Governor Sununu is still backing Nikki Haley for president of the United States. But uh, do, you, do you buy her explanation for, for that gaffe? Hey, look, everyone says something stupid if they talk long enough. And, and maybe you have as well I'm at one point or I'm another. Sure, in the past hour and a half, I'm sure. I just don't think I, – I, I'm supporting but I just don't want to hold an individual accountable for saying one stupid thing. And and that's basically what happened. That's a decent approach. Thanks very much for the for the call into the show tonight, Representative Edwards. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. David, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, David. Hello. I just uh, turned the radio on. I heard it, and I was uh, I was able to catch the phone number. I don't usually listen to this program because it's uh, so one sided. It turns my stomach. <laughs> I think the best thing that can happen is Trump not be on the ballot. I applaud Colorado. I applaud Maine, and but it's all going to go to the Supreme Court. So, David, Court. don't don't hang up. I want I want to have a legitimate conversation with you. Hold on a second. I want to talk to you. That's, that's the next impossible. On, on, next on to impossible radio. to have a conversation with you. Well, no. It's uh, you know if we sat down at a table and talked. Matter of fact, I used to be in a uh, a uh, political dis- discussion group. Well, that's great. So you're you're capable of having the conversation right here and right now. Why do you think Trump is ineligible to appear on the ballot? Because of the Fourteenth Amendment. What specifically in the Fourteenth Amendment? That he can't. That anybody that uh, is tries to destroy the government, as as uh, what happened. In, on the, in the capital uh, is ineligible. What was what, what was said. so, David? What was Trump's proven complicity in January sixth, twenty twenty one, which hardly well, counts as an know, insurrection? But for sake of conversation, we'll call it that one. I'll give you a leg up on that one. It was I'll give you the handicap so, on that one. So, what so, was Trump's complicity? His proven like complicity in that? Listen, David. David, if you listen, if you listen, I'm giving that uh, that. A concession to you, I will call it for the sake of this conversation between you and myself, an insurrection. So what is Donald Trump's Trump. proof? Excuse me. Trump. What, David, listen, this is a conversation you said you were capable of having. We're two adults. You can do this. Listen, what was Trump's proven complicity in January 6th? As of right now, nothing is proven. All right. So how is that due process? How is that? Uh, how is that able to be well, held up know, to the standards of our United I, States I Constitution? Know, and everybody, everybody knows what Trump did. What did he do? And and because David, David, what did he do? Well, one thing is he didn't do anything. No, I want the thing. I want the thing. What did he do? He spoke and he instigated a riot. What did he say? He tried to over. He, he tried to get... What was the quotation? Uh, oh, come on. No, not I come on. You're, you're, for the sake, you're arguing a legal discussion this, 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 here. You're arguing this, a legal precedent. I need why, a quote. This is why I said, this is why I said we can't have this, have a 
legitimate discussion. Well, I can't have one with you because you can't come up with any evidence. Well, you know, what if I'm going to walk around with a... uh, You're the one that called uh, in, David. Yeah, and I'm I'm calling in. And like everybody else, I'm going to give my opinion. I think the Republicans stink. Goodbye, goodbye, David. Uh, we we gave it a shot with you, but uh, I'm sorry. You, you you called in with nothing, and you're too stupid to even come up with with a fake quote. Good lord. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Scott, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Scott. Hey, uh, this is Scott from Manchester, New Hampshire. How you doing? Uh, I'm originally from. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm disgusted but uh, with a lot of things. And that last caller, oh, my God, where do you get these people? <laughs> Listen, I, I have I have uh, a, a question that, that I don't think anybody has brought up yet. Suppose that uh, this, uh, uh, th- this trend toward keeping a candidate off the ballot. When a candidate is not on a ballot, you have the option to write in a name, correct? Correct. Who in hell is going to count those write-in votes? I mean, my handwriting's bad. Exactly. I mean, gonna... I mean, even if you think that's punishment for somebody, they're, they're just going to toss out the ballots. They're going to uh, really scrutinize the the name and and the handwriting and if they say oh i i can't really read that it's tossed so i mean that's a that's a failure that's that's a win for the dems and it's a loss for the republicans um for this to happen and for us to even be talking about uh, a write-in campaign as an alternative that's that's a huge loss not not just for donald trump not just for the republicans but for democracy when we have states that are arbitrarily not just states you have a, a small board of a, a supreme court a colorado supreme court and you have one woman in maine deciding the fate of the primaries that's egregious it is it it's just smacks of of uh, anti-americanism Right. Let's take Florida for you know. This would be a great place for this to happen. You you know you you have a, a large population there in Florida as opposed to Maine. So uh, let's let's say it happens there. Uh, Donald Trump name is not on the ballot, and you have you know a million or so people writing in Donald Trump's name. Who, who's going to count those, and who's going to discern whether? The handwriting says Donald Trump or Donald Duck. Exactly, exactly. It's it's a it's a failure, Scott. If it ever gets to that point, which I doubt it will, but just the fact that this is being tried and being used as uh, fundraising fodder for the next few years for any elected official that is happens to be in the place of power right now and has their eyes set on a higher prize down the road, and they want to set this up as a slam dunk for a governorship later or maybe an appointment to a cabinet thinking that Biden is going to be uh, uh, elected once again. You know, it's it's just pie-in-the-sky stuff for them. 844-500-4242. Teresa, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Teresa. Thank you for taking my call. I, I want to say Maine is showing itself to be crazy. You know, this this whole thing with Trump on the ballot, it gets a lot of press. 
there's no legally i don't think it's gonna go anywhere but the thing that upset me a lot was recently maine just voted in abortion up to birth and i wish i wish the people now that are, are upset about you know Trump not be on the ballot would be just as upset about Maine voting for abortion at birth. I used to think Maine was a great state. I, I would never, I would never move there or live there after all of this. But the fact that uh, Maine uh, voted abortion up to birth and got such little press. Just makes me really, really sad. It, and, it and is. It is extremely sad, Teresa. And you know what? Something that they can do about it is uh, go to preborn.com/slash/howie, and I'll tell you a little bit more about preborn in just a moment here. And uh, don't just donate, but actually find out uh, who's there and who you can contact. If you don't have uh, preborn services in the state of Maine or haven't heard of them, maybe find out a little bit more and get involved with them uh, because they can help out in uh, in so many circumstances and maybe even volunteer yourself. Thanks very much for the call. Uh, one more before we go to the break. Another David, you're next on the Howie Carr Show. Go ahead, David. Uh, hi. Yeah, you keep bringing up what is his proven complicity, right? Is that is that what it says in the uh, Constitution in the Fourteenth Amendment? Well, the Constitution is all about due process. With any with any other statute, oh. it's it's oh. Pro- due process. Oh. But what does it actually say? What in, does it actually say? Anybody with the uh, if he was involved, it says it, he was involved in an insurrection. And you just said you just said for point of argument. That it was an insurrection. For the point of our argument with the other David, but okay, involved? with you, I'll, I'll do this with you again, are you David. Somehow, Hold on. We, if, are you going to somehow say that he was not involved in an insurrection? I didn't see him marching. I didn't see him driving. I didn't see him breaking into anything. He didn't tell the crowd to go there? He did tell them to go march to the Capitol peacefully and patriotically to make their voices heard. He didn't say, I want you to go there patriotically and peacefully and break in. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. He uh, sent a violent mob. Oh, the please, he, David, he had, David. There was nobody there with guns. Nobody took up arms against anybody. There, there were a bunch. Of, I'll give you this. I'll give you true. this. A that bunch of idiots broke in and shattered glass and and hunted around for some uh, uh, elected officials, and they've been jailed for doing so. Now, we can argue whether they've been jailed for too long or not long enough. That's fine. But they were morons for doing that. But Donald Trump didn't tell them to do that. He didn't tell them to march to the Capitol and break in and burn it down or or to take anybody's belongings. He told them to go there peacefully and patriotically make their voices heard. A legal protest is what they were doing, is what he told them to do. And that is it. And he told them the day before, be peaceful on Twitter. Respect our men and women in blue. They are our friends. They appreciate the rule of law. And so do we. And he kept saying that throughout the day on social media. And he said it the next day as well. And you can look that up. He had nothing to do. He did not incite an insurrection. Thank you very much for the call. 844-500-4242. As the left ramps up their efforts and my blood pressure <laughs> to abort babies, We need to ramp up our efforts to save them. I can't stress this enough. And because of our partnership with Preborn, an organization dedicated to saving the lives of the unborn, we can do just that. Every day, Preborn's network of clinics rescues 200 babies as they compete head-to-head with the abortion giants. You see, they offer a mother considering ending the life of her child a free ultrasound. Once she sees her baby and hears the heartbeat... Her baby's chance at life is doubled. And now through a match, your tax-deductible gift is doubled.
disabled, too. And because Preborn supports both mothers and babies with diapers, car seats, counseling, and so much more for up to two years, which is uh, such a huge aspect. I mean, the financial um, responsibility of having a child it can be very burdensome to some people, and, and they may think they can't overcome that, but Preborn helps them. You are offering double blessings when you donate. Now is the time to put your year-end write-offs to work. Please double down today. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby or go to preborn.com slash Howie. That's preborn.com slash Howie. Preborn has a 100% charity rating. I'm Taylor Cormier. We'll be right back. The Howie Car Show is back. Why did you? Why did it take you three hours to tell them to go home? I don't believe it did. Oh, let me pull it out. I have to pull it out. <laughs> Pulling out the receipts. So, so if you look at on January fifth, the day before, I said, "Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country." Stay peaceful. Stay peaceful. This was the day before, and this was in the form of Twitter. Now use truth, truth social. I think it's far superior, okay? I hope everybody's on truth. I hope everybody's on truth. Uh, if you look January 6th, this is at two, before 2.30. I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. This is right after, as it was happening. But what happened is they took it down. I don't know why. I think they took it down because it was so good. They didn't like it being up there. So that, and he goes on with even more. But does that sound like a man who wanted people to go and, and break into the Capitol and do as much destruction as possible and overthrow it? No, he had a legal understanding of what Mike Pence was capable of as vice president and was urging him to do so. Mike Pence also recognized that there was some legal misunderstanding there and opted not to do it. He thought it was more ceremonial than anything else that this perceived power that Trump thought he had. So Mike Pence decided not to do it. And that was the end of it. Uh, aside from uh, the January 6th, the uh, rioters, insurrectionists, whatever you want to call them, uh, dopes uh, that, that broke into the Capitol. But Trump didn't spark that. He had a, a Save America rally on the mall, and that was it. He uh, told them to go peacefully and patriotically to the Capitol to make their voices heard, not to break anything, not to break into anything. It's as clear as day. Anybody named David that's going to argue with that is going to lose that argument very quickly. John, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, John. Andrew, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Andrew. Hey, Taylor. Hope you had a good Christmas. Thank um, you. As a point of quick clarification, and you can ask me any questions you want about that day because I was in the city that day, um, he never actually said, go over to the Capitol one way or the other. What he did say is, I know that you will you are be correct. Yes. going over to the Capitol peacefully and patriotically to make your voices heard, which is why everybody showed up. Also, another quick point of clarification, uh, there were thousands upon thousands of people in that city that day since before the sun went up, and I would love for somebody to show me the property damage anywhere else in that city outside of the Capitol grounds. Right. Yeah, show me the property damage that day and compare it to the property damage that was done after Trump got elected. 
by the BLM folks, or soon-to-be BLM folks. We'll be right back. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is The Howie Carr Show.